0: Well, hey, my friends, welcome back to the Building Faith Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you. I am your host, Chris Reese, and my mission, as always, will be to help you to apply God's word to everyday life. Today, we are in episode 27, and we've been in a series on talking about how to deal with toxic people God's way. And today, I wanna ask the question, what do we do when the toxic person is your spouse? Look, it's fairly easy to identify toxic relationships when they involve overt, obnoxious forms of abuse like physical and verbal abuse or infidelity. But what do you do when you know there's something wrong in your marriage, but you just can't put your finger on what it is? Look, toxic relationships are not necessarily lost causes. In many cases, with appropriate therapy, bad behaviors can be corrected in order for a healthy marriage to thrive. It takes time and effort on both parts, but it is absolutely possible. And scripture teaches us that marriage is inherently difficult. And if we think of the relationship between God and the Hebrew people as a marriage, then we see God coping with a difficult, contentious spouse in a marriage filled with tragedy and heartache. Christ, the bridegroom, was a man who was filled with sorrow and grief. We see this in Isaiah 53. And he suffered brutal rejection at the hands of his beloved. That was the church. The difficulties between Christ and his bride, the church, was so severe that his death was required in order for their relationship to be possible. Even Christ knew the difficulties of marriage. For example, in Matthew 19, Christ gives his understanding. Uh, Jesus' disciples objected to his words. uh, If those are the terms of marriage, then we're stuck. Why get married? But Jesus said, not everyone is mature enough to live a married life. It requires a certain aptitude and grace. Marriage isn't for everyone. Some from birth seemingly never give marriage a thought. Others never get asked or accepted. And some decide not to get married for kingdom reasons. But if you're capable of growing into the largeness of marriage, do it. This was in Matthew 19, verses 10 through 12 I was in the message version difficulties in marriage are more the norm than the exception and that is what Paul said when he wrote in 1 Corinthians 7 28 that we would face many troubles in marriage so what do you do when your spouse is toxic We see that there are enough challenges in marriage without bringing in toxicity. Look, toxic behavior left unchecked can deteriorate a marriage faster than Satan ever could. And toxic behavior in a marriage can range from childishness, self-centered behavior, uh, betrayal, even personality disorders. And if you've concluded that your marriage is in a toxic state, there are some things that we can do to get your relationship on the road to recovery. Let's talk about a few of those today. Number one, forgive the flaws. Now, before you go and stop this broadcast, hang with me for a moment. Forgiving the flaws is not excusing the behavior, but it does for you. You want your heart clean, don't you? When you hold on to unforgiveness, you invite in one of the biggest relationship killers contempt. Contempt is an attitude of superiority and disgust. Your words may say I love you, but your actions communicate arrogance. And we show contempt through sarcasm, mocking, eye-rolling, hostile humor, name-calling. These are just to name a few. So first, clean your heart of these contaminants and you will be better able to address the toxicity in your spouse. Number two, Let's look at the positive. No one is all bad. Despite how toxic a relationship has become, it may be time to make a fresh start to get to know your spouse again. This time, looking at them with the goal of mining for gold. Look, there's good somewhere in everyone. So start digging. Perhaps you can take personality assessments together to better understand your strengths and figure out ways to support each other's weaknesses. And if your spouse is unwilling to participate, just do it on your own. Take a personality assessment for yourself and also make a list of your spouse's redeeming qualities and set out to compliment them on those qualities. Number three, take responsibility for your role. Look, it's likely that being in a toxic marriage has led you to display some unhealthy behaviors yourself. Hold yourself accountable for the things in your marriage that you can control. Look, owning your issues doesn't guarantee that your spouse will own theirs, but you're gonna be a better individual for making the changes, and marriage is like a dance. Even if one partner changes the moves, the whole dance changes. Set your boundaries. Boundaries in marriage, you say? Yes. There are boundaries that you will need to set with your spouse and for the marriage, the boundaries you set with your spouse will be ones to protect you. For example, if your spouse starts calling you names while arguing, you could simply say I would like to be spoken to in a respectful manner. And when you start to yell and call me names, I will call a timeout and remove myself until you can speak respectfully to me. Look, another set of boundaries that you're going to need to set is for the marriage itself. Being married to a toxic person can create animosity, contempt, and distrust. These feelings lead to toxic behavior. And if you truly want to honor God in your marriage, add boundaries that will honor your marriage. Some boundaries may include uh, not speaking against your spouse to anyone that can't help, for example, a pastor or a counselor. Uh, Eliminate physical and verbally abusive actions, such as stonewalling or ignoring. Also, don't step outside the marriage to have your needs met, whether they're physical, sexual, or emotional needs. And lastly, you're gonna wanna invite God in. It may be difficult to imagine why God would allow you to be in a marriage with such a difficult person but I have seen God change even the hardest of hearts. So may I encourage you to invite God in and allow him to transform you, your spouse and your marriage. Look, only God can change this person, but even he can't if they are unwilling to accept correction. So do yourself a favor, take your hands off the wheel and let Jesus have his way. And remember, If God isn't able to change your spouse right now, my friend, what makes you think you can? I can't begin to tell you what will happen in your marriage. Look, I've seen toxic couples divorce, and I've seen others tough it out. And I've even seen some toxic spouses be healed by one touch of God. And I've seen others unfortunately progressively get worse. But I do know that God is good all the time. And I do know that he loves you with all his heart. His plans for you are great and hopeful as are his plans for your marriage. So hang in there, my friend. It is likely that a lot of damage has taken place, but it is unrealistic to expect this to change overnight. In the meantime, my prayer for you is that you will rest in his mighty hands because they are the safest place that you could be. Well, my friend i hope you have enjoyed our time as much as i have if so would you please consider subscribing and leaving a rating i would greatly appreciate it but before we go i have a gift for you my toxic people survival guide is my free gift to you in order for you to be able to identify and deal with the toxic people in your life I want you to go ahead and grab your copy today. I will include a link in the show notes as well as on the website. But my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E.com forward slash podcast.